This is a podcast where Kjorg learns how to fly permanently. No, this, this is, is a, a podcast where Kjorg becomes a part of my collection. This is a podcast where we all talk like Morky the Octopus Man. Alright, his name is now Porky. You're talking like Snape. Yes, I am. His name is not Porky. It's Morky. And welcome welcome. to Make Believe Heroes, an actual play, 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons adventure. My name is Morkoth, and I am your dungeon master tonight, Paul. And uh, we are also joined, I am also joined, well, me and Morkoth, we are joined (laughs) by some friends and enemies. Porky means business. Also, I'm Jeffrey. And I play the flying half-orc Kjorg with the pet crab. The flying... <laughs> oh, yeah, we're, your crab is strapped to your back. Right? Yes. <laughs> it's just going... <laughs> yeah, just making sure he's the Can the I is... voice his pet crab? No. Come on. <laughs> his pet crab is a is an egg. Wrapped in, like, pieces of vines and something else. Rope. Human skin. It was the thing we killed... I'm Felicia, and I play Mogret Stonefire, Mogret. part one of the collection. Part of the collection. I, I for one, for one am, am Ezra, Ooh. who plays Claron. Claron? Claron. That's his long-lost also, sister. K- <laughs> KD for short. I'm Zach. I play Chris, who is responsible for making the half-orc fly. So amazing. Yeah, you're right, and also the also the Claren. Oh yeah, fl- also, also, also the have you ever seen a Clarendry fly? And now I am currently just pinned on the ground by a tentacle. <laughs> it's definitely the helmet. It has nothing to do with crisp casting fly. It is not the helmet. Yeah, it's definitely just an innate ability of Kjorg's. Let's get to a couple quick things so we can get back into the action. I know these guys want to fight Morkoth. Yeah, it's not uh, right. Sean. First, I'm gonna give a shout out. To one of our awesome patrons who's gone to patreon.com slash heroes and supported us. Uh, this is a patron whom is near and dear to our heart. It's we thank Joe. you for your great support. Anderson Keating. Get it. Anderson. Awesome. Anderson. Thank you, Anderson, for your support. And if you want a shout out, we'll give you one live on the show if you go and support us. Anderson, please let me know how to raise a crap. Yeah, we need we need some input from the from the audience to we help. We also need your... to know what kind of voice I'm gonna use for the pet That's crab. not gonna be a thing, but if any of you have like hermit crabs out there or something wanna give Kjorg some advice, let us know. Shoot us. Let us know in the review. Yo, can I voice the crab? Uh haven't mentioned this in a while. You can shoot us an email. The email is always in the show notes. It's letters at makebelieveheroes.com. Check the show notes, by the way. (laughs) We usually put cool things in there. Like right now, we've got awesome merch. Uh, There's a link to it on there, shirts and some other stuff. There are links to our social media, you know, Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. Check it out. Yeah, check it out. Another thing that you can do to help us, though, if you love us and you want to help our show, is leave us a five-star review. Draw us fan art. Leave us a five-star review. Yeah, you can draw us fan art. Draw the fan art, man. We love fan art, but you can leave us a review just like Pen and Paper Podcast. Oh, that's the name of somebody? Oh. Yeah. Well, that's the name they left us, Pen and Paper Podcast. Oh, that's awesome. I thought you was, oh. Uh, this review is entitled Inspiring and Amazing. Wow. Inspiring. First off, this podcast is the best. The beast. Plain and simple. 
This Thank is you. up there with the dungeon run. I love that the show is clean and that the people are awesome. Paul is a fantastic dungeon master <laughs> yeah, that has inspired me to actually start taking my games in new directions. Woo! Yeah. And this is a short review because Misk is being scary. Okay, bye. <laughs> scary. Okay, bye. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Maybe he was listening to an episode with Misk at the time where she was being scary. I don't know. But Misk, Misk can be. She scary. probably just became Hulk Misk. Misk scared. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead. Let's get back into it. Let's talk about what happened last time on <laughs> Make Believe Heroes. Last time. Take it away, Balric. Last time our adventurers reached the lair of the Morkoth. There, in his treasure hoard, they were wandering around searching for the beast, and Chris actually stumbled upon a very valuable armoire full of stuff. Thank you, Chris. You're welcome. <laughs> and in the kindness of his heart, he passed out some items, which maybe aren't doing everyone a whole lot of good right now, but maybe one day we'll do everyone a whole lot. What a great guy. Of good. I got a belt. We should steal all this stuff before we leave. Yeah. As Mulgrim wandered off to the side and tried to grab a black stone, she discovered that it was actually attached to the back of the Morkoth, a giant, wrinkly, purple-skinned squid with enormous yellow eyes. It lunged up, picking Mogert up with it, wrapped its tentacle around her, holding her upside down, and the battle began. Slash after slash and spell after spell, they began to engage in battle, trying their best to overcome this creature. But just when it seemed like maybe they had it on the ropes as Kjorg flew forward with a strike from his mace, the Morkoth called upon some friends who have now risen from the deep waters to face you all. And before we get into the rest of the fight, I'm going to roll a giant blue d20. Oh, man. It's a two. <laughs> I like that. What'd you say? Two. Two. It's a two. Oh, it's literally a yeah. two. Are you serious? You How'd called you it. Know that? Inspiration to Magic. cure. Give me inspiration for that, bad boy. <laughs> what am I thinking about right now? Uh, Tacos. More coughs. No. She's a no. All right, Chris, it is your turn. <laughs> okay. What are you going to do? I had to look up the D&D rules just to make sure because I forgot oh, no. what I could do in one turn. So I can uh -huh. bonus action spell and action cantrip in one turn. That's correct. Okay. I'm going... Well, I need to take the damage from the tentacles first. Dude, don't bring that up. Oh, yeah. 3d6s. Let me roll that. Thank you for remembering that. I yeah, totally what's wrong with you? <sighs> Gotta be honest. It's not too bad. It's only six. Six? It's only six. Okay. Oh, wow. That's much better than Clarence 14 earlier. Yeah, 14. Um, okay, so I'm going to cast Misty Step. Who's Misty? Uh, to get away from the tentacles. Okay. Uh, which direction are you going? Toward him? I kind of want to go to the side if I can, not towards the Morkoth. That's fine. He's about 30 feet from where you are. He's also 15 feet off the ground. So you can kind of go to the right or to the left. There's a lot of junk around. You can yeah. Misty Step over to one direction where you can see. Yeah, where I can see. If you miss a step over to the right, you may see one coming from that direction, but it's still pretty far away. From I would probably go to the right then, um, so I see like one. And you go 30 feet away? Yep. <laughs> then I know he probably has resistances to this, but I'm going to firebolt the Morkoth. Firebolt. Firebolt. That is a 26. Ooh, baby. That is a hit, my dude. Yeah. So roll to damage, yeah. 2d10. Nine. Nine. That was pathetic Nine. rolls. Okay. Nine. <laughs> Nine fire damage. Oh my God. Hits him. Hits him. Yay. Okay, that is the end of your turn. Yes. Tharn. The first thing he's going to do is try and bite Kjord. Don't do that. Uh, With like disadvantage. 
and he misses. The first one is a yeah. miss. Yeah. Get out of here, boy. He tries to bite Clarence. The big dude? What's your armor class? He's a fast biter. <laughs> that is a miss. Oh, yes. 16. Wait, is that because of my... Yeah, he's dis he's disadvantaged on that one. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he's doing. Bro. Now he's gonna try and swing down at you with a uh, hit me, baby! With a tentacle, trying to oh, grab you. Oh, not the tentacle. Does a twenty-four hit your armor class? You know what, Paul? Oof. I think that does. All right. No. It, he's hitting this me. This is Patrick. He is grabbing you and hitting you. He's hitting you. He's gonna try and and grab you as well. I need you to make me a. I'm wrong. You are automatically grappled. Ooh. Good old suction cups. Well, here we go again. Seventeen bludgeoning damage. You'll take, you'll take half of that because you're you're raging. Oh. Uh, and you are grappled. Which is what? Seventeen, eight plus eight, sixteen. Dang, so. girl, you're supposed to have been taking damage at the beginning of every turn. You had you grappled. She got away with it. Let's go. Yes. Well, the thing is, I didn't use it as an actual attack. It just grabbed her well, in really, RP. Really, I was just and rolling then... around in the air with it. it was I wasn't fun. thinking about it. I'm dumb. Anyway. It, uh, you will from now on. You will, since it, I didn't really attack you with it the first time, this RP thing, so uh, you will from now on. He has got What's you. What's half of 17? He's got you in his That's grasp. Eight or nine. You round up, so. Nine? Nine. Nine. Uh, you'll take nine, nine damage instead of 17. I did. That's the end of his turn, but before anything else can occur, he speaks in your minds again. I've had enough of this fight. You will be my playthings. As he says that, you all feel this pulse of energy come out from him. And I need you all to make a wisdom saving throw. Your fails. Are we serious? No, he doesn't. I have advantage on this because it's magic, right? Uh, yeah. Cool. I use indomitable. I got an 17. What is indomitable? You can reroll a saving throw that you fail. You must use the new roll. You can use this one time for long rest. All right, give it a shot. Cool. <laughs> it's a six. That's tough. Bro. I got a natural 20. Claren and Chris. I got 11. I tried. Yikes. Claren and Chris both succeed. You are now immune to this with a nat 20. He can't, if he uses it on you again, it doesn't matter. Chris, if you use it again on you, you have advantage, but you still have to make the save. Cool. Kjorg, you and Mogert suddenly think, you know what? I really like this guy. I like him. He's my friend. <laughs> oh, no. Hello, friend. His name is Morkoth. Morky, for sure. He is my friend. I want to stay with him. Mark. I think, you know what would be really cool? Being a part of his collection. I just want to be as close to him as I can possibly be. I'm pretty close to him. I want to be best friends with you. You are charmed by him. You cannot make attacks against him. You cannot target him with harmful abilities or magical effects. You can repeat the saving throw at the end of your turn or whenever you take damage. Okay? Uh, Claren, it's huh? your turn. You are not charmed. No! <laughs> Let's beat this. Where am I at? I forgot. You're up in his biz flying with a sword in your hand. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We will not become part of your collection. So I'm going to fly at him. No, I think I will. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he's talking about, but I want to. I'm going to roll it for a heat. Here we go. 17. Okay, I think that's a hit. 17 plus 11? That's a hit. <laughs> that's a fail. 6 plus 7. It is actually not sneak attack. 
Oh! Is the reason is because he has no enemies. They are charmed, and they are not distracting him currently because they cannot attack him. But I have a second attack. You do. You can make a second attack with your regular short sword. That is a 16 plus 8. Plus 8. That's a hit. Hit a goal. 4 plus 4. That's 8 more damage. You notice that the other one does not seem to be as effective. Oh, yeah. It's half, so it's 4. I see you are going to have to be taken care of, aren't you? I thought you would be fun to play with, but instead, I think I'll just end your pitiful existence. Mogert. Yes, bestie. You cannot attack him, cannot do anything to damage him. I want to stay with him. You like him very much, but you can't make a save at the end of your turn to try and break free from this. So, where did you get all these treasures? I really, really like them. Oh, yes, I've been collecting them for many, many years. Oh, really? Mogard, what are you doing? Shh. He's talking. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all can't hear what he's saying to her. Well, Cured can. He's just talking to two of you. I will be so happy to have the two of you to stay with me forever. I think that would be a great idea. We will surf across the multiverse. That sounds amazing. Shoriki can fly now. And we can build fences. So, are you going to make a save? Yeah. What kind of save? Uh, wisdom. Wisdom. What is it? It's a nat one. Ooh. Oh. Oh. I'm going to I'm going to say turn that into an octopus, Donna. You grow tentacles. No, you um <laughs> you kiss it right on the beak mouth. Ooh. I'm just kidding. That's gross. I can't say that. You will not be able to make a save on your next turn. Mm. That's Ooh. not good. Is that too much? Oh. I don't know. It's a nat one. It's, it's a natural bad. one. That's rough. Disadvantage <laughs> on the next save. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. That's that's better. That seems less painful. You'll have disadvantage on your next wisdom save. Okay. So you can still potentially save. That's better. Uh, Kjork. I fly and just lay on top of him. All right. He embraces you. <laughs> this is he so picks stupid. you up. He picks you up and puts you on one of the chairs on his back. Uh, yes. <laughs> He straps you in with a seatbelt. What would have happened if <laughs> all four of us would have got charmed? Kyorgi, we're going to McDonald's. Now you are the Morkos champion. Morkos champion. All right. Mogart Stonefire Morky. He gives you some chicken nuggets. <laughs> it's a two. You get a two. Good. Gosh, you oh, guys no. are really doing <laughs> great. I got a plus zero on wisdom save. So. I got Chris. plus one. Oh, this is great. A large green scaled dude is running full speed toward you. Okay. Uh, he cannot get to you this turn. It's too far away. But he does get within 20 feet of you. He does throw a spear at you. Okay. What a jerk. Armor class. Uh, does a 13 hit your armor class? I have a 15 right now. Okay, so a 13 misses. Unless it has been eight hours since we've entered the island, and then I no longer have the 15. Why would you say that? Because it's not been eight hours. And it has. I'll tell you what. Roll me a d20. Unless time has been like spinning faster. Roll me a d20. That's a five. Yeah, it's gone. Oof. Unfortunately. Okay. What was um, it? I am gonna react with shield though to that spear. Okay. He's only got one spear. He does not hit you with a spear. It bounces off of your magical shield. Claren. It's a miss. Does a dirty twenty hit your armor class? I know. 
Okay. It do. A spear comes flying towards you. It's not going to be that bad. And it is a an eight, eight piercing damage as it hits you. I'm down. <laughs> Are you actually? No, he's not. Another one's coming at you, Claren. He is now. <laughs> this one is a miss. It's an 11 to hit. So spears come flying from different directions. Where did those come from? Only one of them hit. You can see the dudes. Oh, hey! Stop stuff at me. There are these green-skinned fish-looking dudes down there. And now, Chris, it is your turn. Chris, take care of these dudes! The green dude, about 20 feet behind you, had a big old Morkoff way up ahead of you. Okay. Just petting Kjorg like a cat. Mogert's just sitting there playing with their hair. I wish one of you guys would have saved. I'm going to cast Summon Construct. And I'm going to summon a stone construct right in front of me. Okay, let me let me read this. How does this work? You call forth the spirit of a construct that manifests in an unoccupied, uh, unoccupied space that you can see within range. When you cast a spell, choose a material, clay, metal, or stone. The creature resembles a golem or a modron. Uh, your choice made of the chosen material. Okay, do you like control it? Does it move on your turn? Yeah, it shares my initiative count. And it takes its turn immediately after mine. And it obeys your verbal commands with no action. Nice. Yes. If you don't give one, it dodges. So what do you do? So I summon that. Uh-huh. So that would be my action. Uh-huh. So I have uh, two weapon fighting. Could I pick up that spear and throw it back at it with my offhand? I don't think that that spear is a light weapon. Okay. So that's a no. Then that is all I got. So now my construct would go. Uh, and what does it do? Okay, so it do what it stone. do. It's got multi attack. Uh, as many attacks as half the level you spelled. How many so spelled? Uh, how many you roll? Was it level four? Yeah, it was a fourth level. So it has two. Okay, attacks. so it can attack twice. So roll me two attacks, which uses your attack modifier, your spell attack modifier, to hit, which is a plus nine. Crap. And he's attacking the green dude. Yeah, one's a one's a twenty one. One's a twelve. Okay, the twelve does not hit. The twenty one does. Cool. So roll me the damage for the one hit. 14. Okay, you hit him for 14 damage. Is that the end of your turn? Or his turn? Yes. All right. Morkoth. No! With your rage having ended, Felicia, because you did not make an attack or get damaged by your last turn. That's what happens with the rage. He is not going to be held to your ancestral protector thing because your rage is not active. And also because you didn't attack him, right? So he's going to attack Claren. Do what you can, Clarence. And let's see how hard he's going to try and hit him. He's probably going to try and hit him as hard as he can. Don't forget you're a rogue. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It's time for you to die. I've died before. Roll me a dexterity saving throw, which you are really good at. 17? That is actually exactly what you needed oh, to man. save, so you will only take half damage. Which is 700. But can I uncanny dodge the half? If you need to, yes. Okay. Oh, crap. Paul, that's the craziest roll. Okay. 36. You take half of that would be... 18. You're going to take 18 lightning damage. Uh, You can half it if you want to. Yeah, I'm going to half that. Okay, so you half it. So you take nine lightning damage. That's nice. It's a really good roll. Yeah. Yikes. There's like three sixes, two fives. That's a lot of damage. One, one. He looks very frustratedly towards you. You squirmy little worm. Oh! Ow. 
he lets out another one of those weird sounds. He is going to cast darkness. Magic mist. Oh, me, I can't see. Between you and him, and there is magical darkness now separating the two of you in a 30-foot radius, which means where you're at right now, you can't see him. You can try to get out of it, but right now, where you are, you what cannot see him. chicken. can't see anything. Okay. okay. Chicken, chicken. And now, it's your turn. Oh, got dark all of a sudden. You're surrounded by magical darkness. Oh, no. Crest, I can't see. I don't know where I'm going. If the darkness is 30 feet, you have 60 feet of flying. Can I play my character, please? No. No. Thank you. You can fly out of the darkness. I'm going out of the darkness. Okay. You fly out of the darkness. Yeah. yeah. Is that in there? Okay. You see a 30-foot sphere of darkness in front of you. Pick it up and throw it in. Lovely. Okay. Where's he at? In the darkness somewhere. Hello. <laughs> We're in there with Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You're just chilling out on his back. <laughs> I'm braiding his mm, hair. Well, okay. I don't really want to. Ch- I don't know what to do here. You, if you try to attack him in the darkness, I will make you roll to see if you can even get close to him. You can't actually see him. I guess I can just make you roll with disadvantage. I mean, so, could I rope dart in there to see if I just hit something? You can try. Yeah, I want to do that. R.I.P. Cure. Okay. Don't kill me. Disadvantage. <laughs> oh no! I, if you hit me in the eye, I'll just wear an eye patch. It's okay. Eleven. Okay, rolled again. Yeah, that was better. So it's an eleven. Okay. Uh, plus what? Plus nine. Okay. Dirty twenty. Just a dirty twenty. Yep. Uh, miss. Oof. Okay. Feels like it hit something, but no damage. A dirty twenty didn't hit nothing. Darkness. Oh. Nikes. What I want to do now is pop a flipping paper of the potion. Are you low? I mean, I don't want to get hit no more. Okay. All right. Use a bonus action to drink a potion. Add it in. Mogert. So I was thinking maybe over there in that corner, I could probably, you know, make my little house and I could have a little area where I could put my treasures. Okay, but my area is going to have a fence around it. All right, that's fine. I'll help you build your fence. But I want the area over here and I'm going to roll to see if I get away from this. Disadvantage. Disadvantage. (laughs) We got I rolled another net one. Oh my goodness, Felicia. I'm not even joking. <laughs> okay. I just explode. No, no, you don't explode. You're just gonna have you'll have another disadvantage. It's, it'll just <laughs> wow. stay, stay with that. Um Georg. At least he's not trying to eat you right now. He's just talking. He's like, You know, I've always wanted a good fence. We could build it on my back. <gasps> then we could travel and go everywhere. Yes, across the multiverse. You're so smart. You are the smartest person I've ever... Wait, you're not the person. What's the multiverse? You will see eventually, my champion. Does it have a fence? It will. Hmm. Roll me a save, Cure. Natural 20! Oh, Cure! Thank you. Wow, the spectrum. About time. Okay. With a natural 20... You're not getting a fence. You snap out of it, and I'm actually going to let you make an attack. Oh! Yes. I'm going to let you have your turn on a nat 20 instead of it being at the end. That's a 14. That's a miss. Oof. What are you doing? I'm going to put a fence on your dead body. <laughs> uh, that is a... Oh, no! <laughs> you rolled a natural one. No! Natural. 
one. You swing at him after saying that, and he spins Mogert around. Oof. You're going to hit me? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll say it hits Mogert. I mean, he spins you around, and, and Mogert, you take the hit instead. Just roll me like whatever it is, a 1d6. 1 plus 6, 7. So you take 7 damage, and with that, you can try to make a save. If I roll another nat 1, I'm leaving. <laughs> try a different That'd be 3. Yeah, that was that okay, one twice. Okay, that's 14 plus 1, I think. That's 15. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry, but that's not enough. Oof. What is this? <laughs> I'll just tell you. I mean, like I've already said, like what meets 17 is the spell okay. safety. That's stinking high. It is. Oof. It's very high. And unfortunately, wisdom is a, is a low point for you. We'll keep giving you chances. There'll be more. When I rolled that sorry. natural 20, it just showed the B because on D&D Beyond. And I was like... At first, I was like, is that a 1 or 20? And I was like, oh, that's a 20. <laughs> All right. And then, I, then when I rolled that natural 1, it looked, it was on 7. I guess where it hit the edge of the screen, it rolled back over to 7 or something. Like, I literally rolled that 1 on the same dice. No joke. All right. The green, the first green guy is going to attack the stone thing. Miss. And that is a 14 to hit. What is its armor class? Stone. 13 plus the level of the spell, so, so 17. 17. Nice. Jeez, that's a miss. That's a good AC. He's going to attack it again, even lower. Attack it one more time. Holy moly. And this time it's a 24, so or 23 rather. That thing attacked three times. So this one is a hit, and he's going to roll 1d6. Oh, my goodness. Four slashing damage. Nice. So when that happens, it takes a reaction and attacks him, right? Yes. React attacked. So roll that. 21. That's a hit. So seven plus eight, that's 15 damage. Nice. That's a good, strong hit. All right, the other two are moving toward you, Chris, because they cannot reach the others because they're up off the ground. Okay. The first one comes up to you, and he is going to try and make some attacks against you. You ready? Indeed. I'm going to roll all three of them now. What's your armor class? Uh, It's a 17. Two of them a hit, and one of those is a natural 20. Hmm. I don't like. All right, so I'm gonna roll. What the are they again? The fish people? They're, they're fish-looking dudes. A bite hits and a claw hits. So one of these. The claw is angry. Two of these. It's twelve plus wow. six, so you take eighteen damage. Yeah, he rolled a four it's on piercing a piercing and slashing. Four. The other one's coming at you now, Chris. Actually, he comes at you with the first attack, and it is a natural one. Yeah. Nice. Yay. There's and I, I'm so gonna many say that he like trips and accidentally slashes his buddy himself. over here and, and causes his buddy for damage, and that will end his turn. Now, nice. Chris, it is your turn. There's two of these green dudes right up in your biz. Morkoth is over there destroying your friends. Darkness. Tom is running out. Mogert is completely incapacitated by the charm. Your stone boy is over here fighting one dude, and two dudes are on your biz. What do you do? I am running out of spell slots. <laughs> yeah, I bet you are. Oh. Let's go over there and take a short rest. <laughs> I can't do that yeah, again. That ain't how that works, unfortunately. I'm going to... Man, I really wish I had that cantrip stand right now. I'm probably going to poison spray one of the green dudes next to me. Poison spray? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. He makes a 
What a wisdom save or con or constitution save? Yeah. I'll roll it on D and D Beyond. It's a nine. Nine plus his con. Nine. So that is a ten total. So that's probably a miss. It is. Very okay. good. Is this the one that's been hurt or the other one? Uh, the one that's oh. been hurt. No, it's very good. Okay. So that's 18, 18 damage. damage. Oh, very good. Nice. Right. <laughs> All right. Good. Very good. Is that the end of your turn, or what you going to do? Why? I'm going to misty step towards the Morkoth. I thought you might. Okay. You can get 30 feet away and get over there by the Morkoth. Yep. So that is what I shall do. <laughs> okay. And then and the stone man? my stone man is going to go. So. Oh, stone man. He gets two attacks. One is a 17, the other is an 11. 17 hits, the 11 does not. So, all right, roll me the damage. 12. Okay, he hits him really hard in the jaw, uh, but he is still standing. He's still standing. Now it's the Morkoth's turn. The Morkoth is in complete darkness. You stupid Morkoth. (laughs) You stupid. Morky, it's so dark in here. (laughs) I need to see something real quick. This was my episode. Don't ruin it. Okay. So that once. <sighs> You're now he's going to use it again. I need another dexterity saving throw, my boy. I'm going to do it again. I'm still mogered. Is it a natural one? Hey, rolled so a natural many Let's, of those. Let's see it's a one. The seven's on the other side. Of that it. is a natural There's one. There's been so many of those. Oh, oh my gosh. In the midst of all these and didn't even roll. We got to quit rolling once. Dude, I got some bad news for you. I got some real bad news. Is he about to explode? So he casts lightning bolt. So a lightning oh. bolt comes flying oh. out of his Oh! That's eight d sixes. Holy poopers! I can't help you at all. It means you're gonna take sixteen d sixes. Yeah. Can I react with counter spell? Do you have to be able to see him? Oh, he's in darkness. I think so. Yeah, but isn't it something Let's like you know what direction oh. he's in and all that stuff? Oh boy! Interrupt a creature in the process of casting a spell. Casting time. One, One reaction, reaction which you, you take when you see a creature. creature. You cannot see him. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes, I'm, I'm sorry. If you kill him. It's totally going to allow it, but I can't do that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm rolling it on D&D Beyond. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Oh, oh uncanny. my gosh. Yeah, you're probably going to want to uncanny dodge yeah. this. <laughs> and it's part of the one. I'm, I'm totally going to let yet. you. I wasn't down yet. I'm totally going to let you. Even though it was in that one, but that's 62 lightning damage. Uh-uh, tap that. So you take okay. half of that, bringing it down to 31 lightning damage. I'm okay. Oh! I want her. Clarence's hair is all burnt off the top of his head. Chris. Yes. He's still up. I need a wisdom saving throw. That's a 28. Yeah, I mean, that's holy crap. Like, crazy good. Yeah, you succeed uh, as you feel that same energy kind of come down around you that came around before uh, and you are not charmed and now it is uh-uh, Clarence my turn. turn my thorn my thorn none of these other things are concentration can I please know where he's at now since he just rocked my world with lightning <laughs> see that's what I was checking hypnosis is not a spell he casts oh it's an ability it's an ability and I looked there's no reference to concentration anywhere on yeah, it really his darkness means. is concentration Yes, somebody hit him so we can make him roll to keep the concentration for darkness. I'm up in the bubble, right? After I just got wrecked. Yeah, you're you're uh, you're out of the darkness. Outside the darkness, I need to know where he's at. Cure, Mogren. Can anybody hear me? Yes. I'm talking. 
So, anyways, we what no I was direction? saying was, um, no. I mean, you know they're inside a thirty-foot thing. I mean, you're still gonna attack with disadvantage. Why? Oh, because of darkness. Well, yeah, but so something in darkness, complete darkness, I think would technically have total cover. Theoretically, something cannot be targeted when it is in total cover, technically. But I'm allowing you to take a shot in the dark, literally, to try and hit it. Wow. The only thing you could do to try and do better at getting to him is fly toward him and try to run into him. He is a large creature. You might imagine if you if you fly toward the center of this thing, you might be able to bump into him. You're going to run right into his butt. Need some okay. magical light up in there. Yeah. I'm going to go in. Okay. Uh, Roll me a D100. A who? You can do it with your dice over there. You've got to get over a 50 to get to it. Okay, so you got a 56. You got over it. So you got over uh, it. Oh, yeah. So well, you're flying forward, and you bump into something fleshy. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I'm going to stab you in the butt. Okay, make a stab. <laughs> 15 plus 11. That's a hit. Wow. Plus, it's also sneak attack because he is now an enemy. It's not sneak attack because Cure can't see him. Oh! Uh, my! Dang. Gosh! Oh, so Cure, like, Cure doesn't even know if he's within five feet of him, right? I would still be on he's him. He's on his back, He's on his Danny. back. Are you, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me see this. Is Cure still on his back? Yeah. Yes, he is. So let me just let me just check and see what it says. Enemy of the target is within five feet. That enemy isn't incapacitated. And you don't have disadvantage on the attack roll. So I'm going to let you have this one. <laughs> let you have this one. <laughs> it's good. All right, roll it. It's a good thing Kyorg didn't, like, fly away. Okay, so that's 30. Wow. Amazing. You can um, make a, try to make a second attack, but with the second attack, I'm going to say he shifts and you're going to have disadvantage. He moved. But you can try to make it. He moved so, out of your way. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, whoa. So with that hit, would he roll to keep concentration? Yes, he would. He would. You're you're correct. And this is why honesty matters. As well. <laughs> is that for the dark? Constitution, right? Yeah. So he rolled a seven. So the darkness disappears. Very nice. Zach, I love you. And, and now, Jorg is on his back. Ha <laughs> ha! And uh, Claren can see. So make your attack with your offhand if you want. Just well, the regular thing is, attack. now that people can see him, I'm, I'm thinking about backing away and using another potion. Well, if you back away, he will attack you. Oh, no, I'll I, do that. I'm not done. You can stay where you are and use another potion. But. Okay, see. Yeah, if you back away, you die is what he said. So he can attack him again? With his offhand. Yeah, with his, do it. Extra, with his extra sword. It'll Do it. <gasps> do it. Just attack. Make a roll. You got this. The six plus eight. That is a miss, unfortunately. You, you swing, and it actually bounces off a piece of armor that's stuck to his back. It's going to take more than that to fell me. I am an ancient creature of which you cannot fathom. Come, let me devour you. Stop hitting Morky! It is Mogert's turn. I believe in you. I have to do a save. Mogert, you notice that your your master is black blood just running off of him. Bloody! Go make a save. Is it disadvantage or not? It is. I didn't make you roll the last one. I know. So I'm going to make you roll this one. This one. I'm, I'm sorry. 11. Plus one? 12. I'm sorry. No, you're not. Oh, you're still besties. What was the higher one? 16. Plus one? Yep. That was... That would have met... You've hit him once, right? Once or twice? I hit him once. I'm sorry. 
It's fine. That sucks. But y'all been honestly doing pretty good. He's really been holding you off more than anything. So you're still charmed. So since Kyorgi decided to like hurt you and stuff, how about I be your champion? Because yes, you are much better champion as it is. Yes, I'm very strong, and I have this hammer. Let's rock! Yeah, I have this hammer. Like right here. It's a very cool hammer. Can I have her? Kyorg. Maybe. Can I have her? Yeah. Please let me have it. I want it. What is wrong? Give me your hammer. Kyorg, it's your turn. I need you. When I heard Mogert say she is a better champion, Mm -hmm. no. (laughs) (laughs) I'll show you what a champion is. And then I activate my champion spoon. Oh, no. Do you spot two extra arms? Yes. Boom, baby. Arms burst out your sides. Just pop the arms? And You pop the arms. I am swinging the Mogador hammer. Oh, yes. Swing. That is a natural 20. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so it's 30 total. Oh, my gosh. Can you believe this? How does his beak fall off his face? At the moment, we need it okay. the most. So, okay. This is going to so, sound staged. It, it is, but we can see it. I know. Look at it. I, I will know. screenshot this. I'm mess. just saying, screenshot look. both of your screens. Yes, I will. Look at this. I'm screenshotting <laughs> one minute ago. I'm swinging it straight down at his beak. I want to crack his beak. Okay, roll me. Roll me all of the damage. All right. So it would be. This is forty sixes plus six, right? Uh huh. Forty six plus six. That's nineteen. Mhm. And then it's with the Mogador's ability. That's an extra two d eight, right? That's correct. That's seven more. My heart. Plus an extra d6 because of your... From the savage attacks? Uh-huh. That's one more. Okay, so it's 27? Uh, yes. 27. Flying up, you come down, bringing the Mogador onto his beak, and when you do, it literally just crushes it. Hmm. And it flies off of his face in chunks. Oh my goodness. Amazing. You hear a <laughs> in your mind as his tentacles go flopping, and all the green guys down the ground like turn and look up toward him, and he's like flopping around in the air. Mogert, you are released from your charm. You are released, and he's flopping around. You like fall off of him. You're only like 10 feet off the ground. It doesn't hurt you. You can land on your feet or whatever you want to do. He's like flopping and like flying through the air like a squid would swim, and this like black bloody stuff is just pouring out of his face and then like he's inking as he goes you know what i'm saying it's just going everywhere and he is bloody and flopping around and then he with a telepathic cry he just crashes on to the island and goes still are you serious wait what yes he had 14 <laughs> hit points oh my gosh Oh my I was expecting God. this to go on for a while. <laughs> yeah. We're at an hour in the second episode of you fighting this guy. It went on for a while. Well, yeah, but I mean... That's true. I don't know. I, d- I just didn't feel like we had done that much, I guess. Is it going to teleport us as soon as we kill it? No. I want to grab as much loot as I can. <laughs> you guys hear the sound of a, like a gate opening behind you. And a doorway opens, and you can hear cheers coming through the doorway in this weird garbled thing. And you hear a booming voice. The champion team has destroyed the Morkov! 
Logan's just gonna sit down. Float down like Doctor Strange. I feel like... Now you know what the name Kjorg is. I feel like I could take a long nap instead of... <clears throat> even though I didn't have to do anything. The green guys are running towards you all. Oh, really? Yes. I'm gonna hit one. You can take a swing at one, Mogert. It's 13. Yeah, that's a hit. Let's just, rock! Just obliterate one real quick. Just You just obliterate it. Obliterate. Yeah, you swing with your hammer and you literally just crush the head of one of these things. All the pent-up mm. rage inside your body comes out in this one dude. And the other two look at you now in fear and start backing away slowly. I mean, they don't even have their spears. All right. We can go. As they back away, can I throw a fireball at them? <laughs> you can. Can you I just throw yeah, something? Just I, throw a, I throw a fireball at both of them. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> it's yeah. a fireball. It just toasts them. The squid is dead behind you all. Do you? What are you doing? Can I grab something off his back? Can we loot? I want to loot. You want to grab something off the squid? Yep. Or something. I want to grab something. Like I a, want something. You have something. I know. We all okay. want more. <laughs> Give us more. You hear a voice in your head. Kjord. Yes? Kjord, you need to come through. If you're not back here before the next team, you will not win. All right. Let's go, uh, everyone. Champion team. I mean, as I'm running, grab. What are you grabbing? Just a backpack. I don't know. Something. I want to see something. Just grab something. Just, just to, like off of the monster or like, just something? As we're running through the door, I just want to grab something in a pile. Okay. Just you grab, grab something. We are the champion team. Y'all go through the door? Is. Yeah. Yeah, I go through the door. I start limping through the door. I fly through the door with my hammer straight forward as I'm flying head first. Okay. You go through the door, Georg, flying like Thor. Claren, you limp through the door. Mogert, you swipe something off of a pile and run through the door. Chris, you go through the door? Yeah. You all pass through the glowing gate, and you appear back out in the midst of the arena, the gauntlet of the moon. Everyone is cheering your names. And everyone's cheering, losing their minds, and you hear uh, Juniper call out, Welcome back, champion team. In second place. Second place. That's pretty good. That's not bad. Second place. <laughs> Everyone is cheering and clapping and cheering and clapping. And as you all step out, it's just, it's like roaring and loud and everything. But then the roars kind of, they kind of die down pretty quickly. And you all look up and there are these enormous things in the sky. Like, uh, it's it's a, a screen would be the best way to describe it, though you wouldn't know what a screen is. It's like a window. And through these windows, you can see numerous battles still ensuing going on. Oh, that's cool. And after everyone cheers and welcomes you back, you hear Juniper say, But it's not over yet, as many of our teams are still out and about. Let's see what happens next. And you guys are watching, and she is, like, commentating. And if you guys can look up, and really, it's kind of weird. From anywhere in the building, wherever you're looking, you can see them. Um, and you look up, and you see them kind of spread out. There are four more of these screens up, and each one has multiple sort of pockets, like these circular pockets where you can see, almost like through a camera, of what's going on. You see one group facing this creature. It's like a giant floating eyeball with multiple little stalks of eyeballs coming off of it. Mm. You see another group. They're facing this gigantic black bird, like the size of a dragon, in this like barren pit full of bones. You see another one. They're in a room with, it's like a dark room with this purple glow and a giant pulsing brain. Oh, I'm glad we didn't get the giant pulsing brain or the eyeball with multiple eyeballs. And about Worse the, than a Morkoth? He was pretty nice. About that time, you hear Juniper cry out, Oh, and look, they did it! 
Cheers erupt from all around the arena as stepping out through another portal comes Drake O'Kelly. Drake O'Kelly. Holding his flaming orange sword above his head. And out from behind him come his companions, a huge human, I mean like barrel-chested, six and a half feet tall, covered in, he's like a like big brown furry hair chest. His hair like goes down his neck and he's wearing like a loincloth. Well, not a loincloth, but like a... Kind of like a um, kilt. Kind of like a kilt. Yeah, like it's like a leather a, kilt. It's like a leather skirt with like fur around it. Yep. Gotcha. He, he's like hunched over. He looks almost like animalistic. Hmm. Behind him comes this blue scaled dragonborn. Oh. She is wearing what look like some sort of wizard's robes, and she kind of lively steps out. She has a number of cuts across her body, and she's limping a little bit, but she looks okay. And then behind her comes the fourth member of their team, whom you all recognize. Roberto! Oh, is Roberto? Yeah, Roberto! He is limping, so, dragging one of his feet behind him. Our, whole, told team, him what's broken. our whole team just yells out, Roberto! Right. People are cheering and clapping, and they're holding up their hands, and uh, Juniper calls out, That does it for this round of the competition. Quickly, we need to summon all the rest of them back. And you can all see through the cameras on the, the windows above you as the gates open. You can see the gates open. The camera turns toward it. And then within the next couple of minutes, you see people running toward the gates and different things. And the gates are activated on the ground. And you see other champions, other competitors coming through the gates. They're bloodied and wounded. Some are really hurt. And quickly, the clerics are coming out. They're tending to everyone. The clerics have come over to you guys as well. And they're like sort of tending to your wounds while you're standing there. Everybody's clapping. Everything's going good. But then suddenly, Juniper says, wait. And everyone kind of looks up. And you all see that screen with the brain, right? It's dark. Everything is covered in like a sort of purple hue. And like I said, you can see like different pockets inside this window from the different competitors, like from their badges shining. And they are all locked in sort of a combat with these weird looking humanoids with these like faces that come down like weird looking little squid tentacles that hang down. And you hear them like calling out for help and crying out for help as one by one their screens go black. And after a few moments, there is nothing. It killed them. And the place quietens down. That's not good. And the gate goes dark. Uh, what? Why would the gate close? Because they're dead. They closed it. Why would they close it? No no rescue party? They said that at the beginning, that they may not be able to come get you. They said at the beginning that the gate was only good for two trips. One there, one back. Mm. Trap. Oh. Dang, that's dark. My. Uh. And you're kind of like a shuffling, and then a voice rings out. The seventh team is lost. The warning we gave was clear that our champions placed their lives on the line. We will not forget them. They were the best of us, the strongest of us, and while we may not be able to save them, we can honor them. And then there's just like a long silence. After an extended moment of silence, King Duran speaks again. 
We thank all of our champions who fought valiantly today. And while we have lost some of our dear friends, we must continue forward. As we said on the first day of the gauntlet, we will stand against darkness even when darkness rears its ugly head. But for today, we honor our champions. At this point, Queen Barda steps out into the arena and the platform in the center with the giant statue of Dravetter is there. They bring you all up onto the platform. And she begins to speak out loud to the arena. We have our 12 contenders who will continue for the remainder of the gauntlet. We close in now to the end of this competition. The winter solstice is now only two days away. Which rings weird with you guys, by the way. Mm. Because if she's correct, that means that y'all were gone for two days. Oh, man. Even though it didn't feel like it. That's crazy. For now, we honor our first place contenders with the captain, Miss Nellie Tillywink. What a turd. Ooh. Of course. Why couldn't they have been the team that died, Paul? <laughs> Olgren, Soren, and Brazul Stoutham. Y'all see that sort of dirty dust-covered dwarf paladin standing there. Who bested the lich, claiming victory over that great wicked creature. In second place, we honor our team captain. Chris keeps rocks in socks. Mogert Stonefire. Kjord, the people's champion. And Nightwing. Who bested the Morkov, the beast of the deep. Yeah, we did. He was actually pretty nice. <laughs> and our third winning group who will continue, Drake O'Kelly. <laughs> Tyrus Cole Mary. The big human dude with the loincloth, like, raises his arm up. Wisp. The blue-skinned dragonborn That's says cool. forward. And Roberto Girardelli. Yeah, Roberto. Hey, yo, it's Roberto. We love you, Roberto! Here we go! Who defeated the legendary Hithonia. And when she says that, the big guy, Tyrus, holds something up, and it is actually this greenish woman's head, and her hair is made of serpents. <laughs> oh, my God. We should have brought the Morkoth with us. We should have. We honor those who have passed, and we give also honor to the victors who shall continue. Soon we will have our champion of the gauntlet. One of these 12 will be our greatest competitor. It's me. For now, that is all. Probably cure Grimogert. For this day of the Gauntlet of the Moon. Or Chris. Or Claren. What did I get? Okay, uh, what did okay. you get? I'm, I guess I'm going to let you roll for it real quick. But it won't be anything super crazy. I figured. Just go ahead and roll me a, a D100. 26. You look down in your hand, and you don't know what it is. But it is a bottle. It's like some kind of a clear bottle with a weird, kind of like smoky looking, but almost translucent liquid inside of it. Uh, so as Mulgert looks down and sees her smoky clear liquid in the vial beneath her, and everyone cheers as the gauntlet comes to a close for this day, just two days now from the solstice. This session, but yes? Is my egg intact? Your egg? On his back. Is busted. No, it's not. It is. Darn it. And out of it (laughs) 
comes crawling. <laughs> We're gonna roll credits on this scene, and it's gonna be attacking all of us. <laughs> a bright blue, freaky-looking little crab dude. Nice. <laughs> you have a pet. Like a royal blue crab guy. Is he biting? He crawls out <laughs> and, like on your shoulder and like crawls down your chest. <laughs> He's gonna bite. And it's like looking up at you and kind of like running its little Donald, Donald. hands together and its little pincers together. I love you, doesn't do anything. I don't know what crabs eat, so I pat it on its shell gently. Okay, you do that. And then I save you. looking for food until next time. And that is the end of this week's episode of Make Believe Heroes. Wow. Oh, you my did not gosh. let it bite him. I don't think I breathed for the past <laughs> hour and 30 minutes. You did not let it bite him. It bites him affectionately. It's imprinting on him. You it's imprinting are a weirdo. On him. It's a baby. Baby crab. It's just a wee little baby. It's just a baby. It's just a baby crab. We'll, we'll see if he's actually able to tame it. Right now, it's not trying to eat his <laughs> face off. We're gonna, he, He's going to have to actually do some like rolls and working and stuff to actually have it be worth it. It officially knows Kjorg's heartbeat. It is mama now. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see how. We'll see if it's worth anything, but he... It's not attacking him, and it's not dead. You have to feed him more cough. Tune in goo, for the next episode. And see you don't the have any more. <laughs> the yeah. next more cough. That's what's in your jar. <laughs> okay, guys, thank you so much for listening. We love you guys. We're so glad that you have listened. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. Leave us a five star review with crab raising instructions. Send us an email, letters at mayblueferrows.com, with your crab raising uh, uh, advice. <laughs> we love you. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Maybe he was listening to an episode with Misk at the time where she was being scared. I, I don't guess, know. But Misk Misk can be scared. Just you just like, do you have a mouthful of food or something? I'm eating a cracker. You're eating a whole cracker. The Morkoth called upon some friends. <laughs> he speaks in your minds again. Collection. He lets out another one of those weird sounds. <laughs> <laughs> he's inking as he goes. It's you know what I'm saying? All over me, he's it? pooping everywhere. It's all over <laughs> all of you. No, I'm just kidding. It's not. It's and then behind her comes the fourth member of their team, whom you all recognize, Sebastian Blackfire. I'm just kidding. Oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> you just start to say. And then there's just like a long silence. Yeah, the gauntlet's so cool. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh and people's dead. Woo woo. <laughs>